welcome to another episode of In the Life of Sean Powers. He keeps you entertained on the morning show on My1043 in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. But what is he like after the show? Well, here you go. And hello, everybody. It's Sean Zilla here. Yes, right in the life of Sean, another podcast. And today's may sound just a little bit different because I'm actually uh, traveling around town in the car. Got a uh, lot of errands and stuff to run. So this is Powers Podcast on the Pavement. <laughs> I don't know. Stupid name there. Anyways, welcome in. Welcome in. Welcome in. Uh, it's Maha Shandini here. And I just want to let everybody know that today's podcast is just going to be like a little lighthearted, a little fun. Um, all right. Thank you. Bob Peters just sent me something. And we're just I'm just going to talk about something that uh, that to parents all over the world have really been concerned about for many, many years. This is something that uh, people really think that is not a big problem, I guess, um, because they go, well, but it's it's a fun thing. It's in a cartoon form. We're talking about cartoons that rot our kids' brains, cartoons that people think should never be seen by kids, uh, stuff you see on Adult Swim, uh, stuff you see on, like, uh, you know, late-night TV, but you never see... Uh, on regular television, okay? Or even shows that you do see on regular television that people deem inappropriate. So if you have an opinion on this piece, please let me know your opinion. I love sharing opinions with people. Whether my opinion aligns with yours or it doesn't align with yours, if it doesn't align with yours, I want to know even more because that way I can try to understand where you're coming from and your perspective. I'm not the kind of person to shoot your opinions down and just go, oh, you know what? Your opinion sucks. It's horrible. I mean, I do it in jest. I do it in fun. But uh, in all seriousness, uh, I don't, uh, I'm not here to judge people for their beliefs. You know, this is your opinion on something and your opinion matters to me. It, seriously, it does because I love getting to know everybody uh, that uh, that uh, checks out these podcasts. So, all right. So there's a lot of shows out there. 2023, uh, where we are, we're at when I was a kid. See, and I'm going to go back when I was a kid, you know, I was in uh, kindergarten in 1979 and 1980. Okay. It was my first year in kindergarten. And I remember the show's that we were able to watch. And those shows included uh, Sesame Street. Oh, Sesame Street was great. The Electric Company was good. Uh, 321 Contact was a good show. Don't know if that was really necessarily a cartoon, but then we got into the early 80s. He-Man came out, and we got into uh, the Smurfs and the Snorks and, uh, you know, Gargamel with the Smurfs and uh, Azrael the Cat always trying to eat the Smurfs. Uh, Smurfette and, you know, and uh, all the 100 Blue Smurfs that ran around. I actually, I, you know, I had a... Uh, I had a little evil spirit in me back in the day about the Smurfs. I wanted to capture them like Gargamel did, but I didn't want to tie them up and eat them. I wanted to just keep them hostage and just poke at them and, and just prod them and go, ha, 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 I have control over you because I was an evil little kid, okay? I mean, my sister and my cousin always said I had a 666 in the back of my head. So uh, anyways, uh, so Smurfs were always a show that we were able to watch. you know. And then there were other ones out there to where uh, we didn't really get supervised on watching and... Again, I was, you know, I was, what, 10, maybe 10 years old when this came out. And it was a show on Nickelodeon called Danger Mouse. And that show was really, really bad. It seriously was bad. And, uh, you know, the one guy in the in the thing was talking to Penfold one day and he goes, gee, damn it, Penfold, what the hell are you doing over, you know, just using vulgar language. To me, that was, that was vulgar language back in the day. So that was my introduction to some uh, cartoons that were like not really, you know, great or appropriate for us to be watching. And if people go back to Tom and Jerry, people go back to the Roadrunner and uh, the bird, meet me, uh, the Roadrunner bird and uh, what's his name, the Wiley Coyote, uh, where he's always trying to kill him and capture him and eat him and, you know, always failed at it 
No, there was, you know, there was a lot of death and destruction and violence. I mean, really violence in the Wiley e. Coyote and the Roadrunner and the and that Bugs Bunny series and stuff. So uh, there's other shows out there too. They came out with a show in the '80s called Pac-Man that I remember. Uh, which wasn't even a, it was a good show, bad show. It was just, eh, it was kind of lame. Uh, so it obviously didn't last very long, maybe like a handful of episodes. But then there's cartoons out there to where, you know, people go, well, you know, that should definitely not be watched by kids. Let's fast forward into the 90s. I graduated high school in 1992. Um, you know, so when the show came out, I was all about it. I was like, this show is awesome. And parents tried to get it banned. They said it was a horrible show. Um, the show shouldn't be on TV. I, how dare they put it on MTV of all places where all the kids like to go to. And they said the show was horrible. It was bad. It was uh, evil, satanic. Uh, and it wasn't South Park. South Park wasn't out yet. This was my favorite show even to this day, Beavis and Butthead. And people watch Beavis and Butthead now and go, what were you thinking? And I go, uh, <laughs> this is stupid. Let's go watch some cartoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go do it. Let's let some fire, fire. And I remember, um, uh, Mike Judge, the creator of Beavis and Butthead, got into some serious hot smoky water uh, with uh, with parents because, uh, uh, you know, Beavis said something about fire. He got uh, he got obsessed with fire every time he saw fire. And I remember he was watching a video. Beavis was watching a video one time because um, that's what they did. They watched videos and they had stupid, you know, show about them. And um he was always done like, you know, 15 minute segments. But anyways, so Beavis was watching this one video and there was a tanker truck on fire and he was just going off about fire, 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 fire. And I remember somebody set their living room uh, on fire. A little kid did because he saw Beavis, do, you know, doing that, whatever. There was a big lawsuit about it back in the 90s. And I just I shook my head at that. You know, I was like, people are trying to get shows off TV. They're trying to get them off the air because, well, they're, they're you know, they're promoting satanic Satanism and they're, you know, it's evil and, you know, these people are stupid. And, okay, there's there's something that has been heavy on my heart for a long, long time. There is a Christian, I'm just going to go off on a tangent here about Beavis and Butthead for a minute. There is a Christian artist, his name is Chris Rice, okay? And when I was, uh, when I was on uh, Contemporary Christian slash Top 40 Christian slash Rock Radio for Christian Radio, there was an artist by the name of Chris Rice, R-I-C-E, and he had a song called Cartoons. And, of course, it was a Christian version, so the name of the song is What If Cartoons Got Saved? They'd be singing praise to God in a whole new way. And, you know, they went through the whole gamut of... Uh, of all these, uh, you know, all these cartoons, you know, Yogi Bear would go yabba dabba you and uh, Fred Flintstone would, you know, uh, hallelujah. And uh, well, anyways, then they came to Beavis and Butthead and, and Chris Rice sang in there. He goes, and what about Beavis and that other guy? And then he just goes, nah, like, dude, they're not worth it. Okay. Like that's turning her back on. That's a cartoon. I get that. But that is, that's something that always stuck with me. It's like, why, you know, if you're supposed to be a believer, and why would you sit there and cast out somebody who is not a believer? Again, it's just a cartoon. I totally get that. But why is it that, you know, Christian people back in those days were extremely judgmental at that? And they laughed. They loved it. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Keep people some butthead out of, you know, heaven. And it's like that that really upset me. That seriously, even to this day, that upsets me because uh, I like Beavis and Butthead. I think Beavis and Butthead are funny. A lot of people don't. It's, you know, it's sick and dry you know, um, you know, was it a premature or preteen or just teenager humor? Yeah. You know, people, what are you, you know, 14 or 15? And I'm like, I was at one point and it stuck with me and I love Beavis and Butthead. So 
You know, Beavis and Butthead, uh, throughout the time, then they had the movie, and it was sexualized. Well, look, you got to think about it from a teenager's perspective of Beavis and Butthead, okay? You're a teenage boy. You're anywhere between the ages of 13 and 18, and maybe even 19 in some cases. And you are, you know, you're at the peak in your in your sexual prime. I mean, you you are there. So, sexualized stuff and stuff, you know, you know, looking at women's hooters. Uh, hey, baby, uh, check out those jugs. You know, just stuff like that. It's stupid, you know, and people go, it's juvenile. But to me, it was funny, and it's still funny to this day. Why? Because I have a crazy sense of humor. Now, I'm not going to go out and walk up to some lady and go, uh, hey, baby, do you want to score with me? You know, I'm not going to do anything like that for crying out loud. No, but it's it's just it's just it was it was good for its time, you know, and they tried to bring it back and they brought it back with some new episodes. Now, it's not quite the same. You know, some things you just got to leave the orig- to the original people. And we'll talk about that. That's a whole nother podcast in itself talking about, you know, leaving the originalities lie. But I'm sure somebody's going to steal my idea at some point. So anyways, we come back to cartoons. Um, cartoons, people saying they're evil. Uh, cartoons shouldn't be on TV. They shouldn't be this. They should be censored for that. Uh, I, I looked it up here. Uh, there is a um, an Asian Parent Singapore uh, page here called theasianparent.com. And they listed the top 10 bad TV shows for kids. And they said number seven is going to shock most people. So they went out. They did a big survey here. And they came up with the top 10 TV shows that are bad for kids. And some are cartoons, some are not cartoons, okay? Uh, one of the, one of them on the list is, is called Pokemon. And they say it makes children aggressive. Now, I don't... I, aggressive in what way? You know, aggressive in what way? Uh, I don't agree with that one, so I'm going to skip over that one. But that's on their list here. Uh, cow and Chicken. Have you ever seen Cow and Chicken? Uh, it's it's the ugly weenie, uh, Squirt the Daisies is in there, uh, Tongue Sandwich, Grizzly Beaver Safari. They got the Meat Lance Sackless and uh, Horn Envy. And again, you know, people are shocked because how much sexualized uh, sexual connotation is squeezed into this cartoon about a curious pair of siblings. And the titles alone, uh, you know, just how Cow and Chicken is part of our list, bad TV shows for kids. That one I can see is a bad TV show for kids. However, you know, my kid is my my youngest is sixteen, and my oldest is almost twenty, and they're yeah they're beyond that stuff. Um, but for little kids, yes, I would definitely discourage uh, that show. Another one, and everybody's saying this to themselves out there. I know right now, SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, that show is so vulgar and sexually driven. And you know, his best friend is a starfish, and he's an idiot. And you know, child psychologists warn that watching fast-paced kids cartoons such as SpongeBob SquarePants, even just for a few minutes, will hinder abstract thinking, affect short-term memory, and impulse control in young children. I don't know if that's been proven or if that's somebody's theory or maybe it happened to one kid. So now it's, you know, oh, you got to do that there. Researchers conducted an experiment, too, on uh, on this. And I remember seeing the documentary on this not too long ago. But it found that young children who watched that kind of a show, SpongeBob, would perform significantly worse in tasks assigned to them. And then, uh, and then the study authors also note that the show has an immediate negative effect on kids. Okay, it can distract kids from doing good things. Okay, here's another show. It's a cartoon. And they say this is bad for kids. 
uh, and Colin, my little guy, man, uh, not little anymore, he's 16, but uh, back when he was little, he used to watch the show every day. He knew the song. He sang the theme song to it. And then as he got older, he goes, Kaya doesn't have any hair. What's wrong with him? Is he dying? Uh, or is he just have really blonde hair? And uh, the show we're talking about is Caillou. All right. Um, toddlers used to watch the show. Uh, it's, it's, it's more geared towards them or whatever. But Caillou's like a four-year-old boy. He's got a little doll. He's got a little brother. Uh, but he constantly whines. He throws temper tantrums. He's a four-year-old. You know, that's what they do. Uh, in general, though, uh, he's spoiled behavior. It's, they say it's appalling, and that's bringing the morality of kids down. But there's more. His parents seem to always let him get away with everything. Oh, I watched this show and it, when Colin was little. And it was just like he always did stupid stuff. He's a four-year-old. And the parents go, oh, that's okay. You almost set the living rug on fire, Caillou. That's okay. Mommy says no, no play with matches. I mean, it was stupid. But those kinds of shows, absolutely. I would not let my little kid, uh, or I'm sorry, shows like Caillou, um, you know, I don't see those tendencies in Colin. Um, I don't find Caillou a great show. I, I, I find it more on the negative side now that I've seen a few episodes. But Colin loved it. He just loved to watch the TV. He wasn't comprehending. He was like two, maybe three, very young. So he wasn't really comprehending. And people are going to disagree with me on this, and that's okay. But he really wasn't comprehending what they were putting down because I'd ask him about it and he would look at me like with a blank space, you know, uh huh, what are you talking about, Daddy? You know, uh, Caillou, oh, Caillou, yeah. He knows the show Caillou, he knew the theme song, but he wasn't that old enough to really comprehend uh, what was going on in Caillou. Now, if he was five or six, I would have been like, absolutely. And he, you know, fortunately for everybody, uh, he grew out of the Caillou phase there. Uh, another one is called Coco Melon, Screen Time Overstimulation. Um, uh, Coco Melon is the name of the show. Uh, the kid has a speech delay. He throws temper tantrums. He also earns a reputation of being too overstimulated to younger kids. And it's a fast-paced animation, which is another you know, reason why uh, these parents are banning it. This Asian uh, this uh, Asian parent uh, page on uh, Facebook is, uh, or on, uh, on the website is... Uh, is uh, downplaying it. Um, you know, there's colorful scenes. It's addicting to young viewers. It draws them in. It also triggers a drug-like state when they're, they struggle to stop themselves from lessening screen time. Oh, yeah, Coco Melon. That's a show I would say absolutely not for kids there. Uh, and then somebody else. Here we go. Pepe Le Pew because it's perpetrating rape culture. This one, I totally agree with the show being okay. It's Pepe Le Pew for crying out loud. Is he raping people? No, he's Mr. Rico Suave, man. He's, you know, Pepe Le Pew. He's Mr. French uh, Suave, man, going after going after the little chicklets out there. You know, uh, poor Penelope Pussycat, uh, according to a lot of people, because, oh, she expressed her terror and fear of Pepe. Keep him away from me. He's going to rape me. He's going to, no. She chose situations where it appears if she actually had ended it and it didn't end with him. So she was, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't find Pepe Le Pew attractive as a show. I never sat and watched the show. So I couldn't tell you exactly what goes on on the show. Is it sexualized? Is he, is he, it's, it's perpetrating rape culture. That's kind of like the song, Baby, It's Cold Outside. That perpetrates rape culture. No, it was just a song, and it was just the way the song was performed back in the day. Now, back in the day, if it was rape culture, eh, you know, again, another controversial uh, topic on that show. But Pepe Le Pew was never one of my favorite shows anyway, so I'm just going to uh, move over that one there. Another one, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. 
the Yellow Ranger is an Asian girl who has trouble operating her vehicle. Uh, the Black Ranger is an African-American guy who's fight. So it's it's race related. And a lot of people thought it was, too. They were stereotyping people there. And again, that's another show that I never got into. I've heard about it. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. My kids never watched it. Uh, they were kind of old for that there. Uh, Peppa Pig. Fat shaming and disrespectful behavior happened on that show. Uh, I don't know about fat shaming, but drawing attention to people who are bigger is a way to try to teach people about bigger people, not put them down. And people just go, oh, you're talking about bigger people, so automatically it's a negative connotation. And again, that's another podcast for another time there. Uh, and there's a bunch of other shows that are on that list, too, if you want to check those out. So I just wanted to hit that real quick about some cartoons. Uh, I didn't even get into, like, Ren and Stimpy and some of the more, uh, you know, the more vulgar shows like uh, South Park. Oh, my God, that show really got vulgar as, as time went on. Yeah, it was bad enough at the beginning, but it was not a kid's show. It was a cartoon. Simpsons has come a long way, but they still, after 30-some years of being on the air, isn't that amazing? 30-some years for The Simpsons. Uh, that show was also, though, uh, got a lot of uh, negative, uh, uh, you know, oh, it's a horrible show because they, they this, they this, they, they talk about everything. They hit pop culture. And that's exactly what South Park does. There's other shows out there, too, we can get into. But for now, if you have any, you can drop them to me at uh, Sean, S-H-A-W-N, at WCZY.net. Okay? Appreciate everybody. That is it for In the Life of Sean this week, talking about bad cartoons versus good cartoons. And uh, we'll talk to you guys very soon. Have a great holiday if I don't talk to you over Thanksgiving week. And God bless everybody. Thank you for listening to In the Life of Sean Powers weekly podcast. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, our affiliates, or My1043 and Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.